<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. This is the Todd and Tyler Radio Empire. Craig Peters, a little later on a podcast with a podcast live from Cleveland, Ohio. And uh, looking forward to that. The day I believe after, uh, next uh, month we will be treated to, town, to a right? live podcast yeah. within a podcast with yeah. him and Augie Smith together. Ah, nice. man, that'll be good. Rest up. Start resting up now. Apparently the Bushy clip is fake. Some people put it out, and they figured out how they See, that's just... the problem with your uh, satire and your parody anymore, because uh, every one of us could imagine Gary Busey saying something like that. Yeah, We've interviewed Gary Busey. He went, off, yeah, he went, off, right. he went off script eight times. It's, it's, it's hard to make you know? something that seems too outrageous for Gary Busey to say. Yeah. I mean, butter and sausage sounded normal to I, me. Yeah, I completely bought it. There are any number of people that are impossible to parody anymore, and he's one of them. Yeah, because he's, he's unhinged 24-7. Yeah, so you can't make him more on him. No, no, no. And I believe he just asked. I mean, the, question the about satire Trump to me would be sausage. making Gary Busey sound lucid. <laughs> well, nobody's well, that good. That's a bunch harder then job. I would be yeah. able to spot. Well, that's got to be fake. Deep like fakes really, and AI can do a lot, but right. that's asking too much. He's Todd. speaking in complete sentences and coherent thoughts. That's got to be fake. Wear your helmet, guys. Wear your helmet when you're riding a motorcycle. He's the example. He really is. You know. And he's and he's alive. A lot of guys aren't even alive. Did he hit his head? Yeah, he hit his head years ago, on a curb. Yeah, yeah. Man. And uh, and he was really never the same. Isn't after that like mid nineties. Yeah, it's been a long time, a long time, and he's done some stuff since then, but he's just progressively gotten worse. Yeah, and it has something to do with it. Well, I remember Kathy Griffin was saying he's walking around Malibu pissing in places. You know, I remember seeing the pictures of that. Right, he, still, he must have kept his money because we asked about that, and she said, yeah, he still lives in Malibu somewhere. So. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, 80, oh, that was 88. It was a long time. Yeah, fractured his skull. But that was, you know what? And he did, uh, that means he did, uh, uh, he did uh, break, uh, point break after that. Yeah. That yep. 91, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, he did a lot. I mean. Oh, yeah, he did a lot of stuff, yeah. Point break, under siege, yeah. black sheep. All the, oh, yeah. black sheep, he played a nut. Vietnam vet, though. Remember that? Yeah. 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 Charlie called. He's not <laughs> he, mad at you anymore. He, he played a nut in that one. All right. So, yeah, apparently that's fake, but it, it's kind of funny if you check it out. Butter and sausage. Let's talk Here's about butter and sausage. Email from Kirk. This is out of Kansas City, Cameron, Missouri. I don't know where that is. Sorry about my English teacher in high school, who I found oh. out nine years after I graduated had kitty porn. He uh, was also a foster parent in my hometown. Ew. Not really in my inner circle, but I really didn't see that coming. Yeah, that's that's not one you want to find out about. Yeah, that came out of uh, Kansas City, January. 28th, oh, I got a story about a guy. Twenty, the guy I played He's football with. Camera. A guy I knew from like junior high on. We played football together. He wasn't a friend. He was always a weirdo, and this this will prove it. Uh, tough kid though. You're kind of afraid of. Him. Never showered after school, after football practice, and back in the day, you used to shower because everybody was nasty. 
and um, he's out of school a couple of years. And uh, I think I'm, that's about eight or nine years after school. And I heard he was kind of going all sideways mentally. And he, he murdered his mom. Ooh. Murdered his freaking mom. Ooh. Yeah. Did you then see that coming? Into, you know what? That didn't surprise anybody. Really? That didn't surprise anybody because he was just a weirdo. You, know, you, you, don't, you don't expect that horrible crime coming out of a guy. But, yeah, he was a weirdo, man. I bet yeah. you there's a lot of people. And, and, his, and his brothers and his dad were cool people. It was so Frickin' sad, man. I mean, it just think about all the stories we do about teachers banging students. I know. All the people who knew that teacher who find out, oh, she was banging a 14-year-old. I mean, there's got to be tons of people with those stories now. Yeah, but a lot of those teachers who bang students don't have a bunch of tenure. Maybe a couple years. No, but you're still finding out that they did something objectively horrible. Oh, yeah, and they've taught hundreds of kids over maybe even just a course of a couple of years. And all those kids are saying, why didn't she bang me? Yeah. <laughs> I was harder than that, dude. That kind of stuff. You know? I mean, there's, there's, I mean, the, but there's a circle of people around every one of those teachers that finds out uh, through the news, like, oh, yeah. my God, she did what? Yeah. Yeah, but that's become just a thing. You know? I know. I mean, that's a, It's almost commonplace. Yeah. We had a girl that used to get a hold of us, a listener of ours, was arrested for that. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She was banging a high school kid. And she used to, she, she was, she goes, yeah, that was me. She told us a couple of times in the email. You know. uh, I don't know whatever happened to her. Did she ever go to jail? She get uh, slapped on her wrist or what? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what recall. happened. I think I'm friends with her yeah. on social media. So Not if you're listening, you know. Of the specific case you're talking about. Yeah, she used to email us. I said, that was me. This one from town, Iowa. Iowa, yeah. Iowa, yeah. 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 Western yeah. Iowa. Yeah. I remember that. I remember who she was. So I mean, I, it's it's not finding out. But nobody's sitting on a stump, though. I want to hear that one. Yeah, and this nobody's is a lot different. Yeah. Murdering the mom is pretty brutal. I can't really joke about that. Obviously. <laughs> no, but that's something that I knew. I knew a guy. Yeah. Yeah. This per, the story about the professor. It's not like this is one. Oh, put it in that pile. No, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no. Then watch no. him sit on it. <laughs> it's a, a pile of kindling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole thing unto itself. Oh man. <sighs> CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Singles are growing weary of dating apps. Todd sent that story. Is it because um, I can see it? Everybody just sucks and don't want to. You know, nobody gives anybody a shot. That's not. I, I think that's got to be part of it. That nobody ever even gets a second shot because you did something weird within two seconds. They thought, ah, I'm gonna date somebody else or a first yeah. shot. Right. That's right. right I Nick. saw a video that was like, yeah. it, it was Tinder in person. So it was a line of dudes and a line of girls. And they would, like, once you were at the front of the line, you would just move your hand in a certain way. 
and just really? like either accept or reject the person right How there. How was that? It, w- it went on for a long time before yeah. there was an actual match. Man. This article has more to do with uh, like bar gatherings, social gatherings where people meet. Based, you know, like the old speed dating thing it is definitely making a comeback. It is, okay. Speed dating, singles mixers, other group dating parties have made a comeback since the pandemic. Let's see. Oh, uh, that was the, yeah, that was the Family people, Guy. They right. brought G- Jesus hadn't been laid yet in Family Guy. The whole episode was about Jesus wanting to get People are looking laid. to meet. And they took Jesus speed dating. It was right. hilarious, man. <laughs> Potential partners in person. Mardi Gras, single social, the other night in New York City. Shuffle speed dating in Chicago, game night social in Los Angeles. few examples of just some upcoming events. So meeting people in person has become a better thing? Good. Dating events, and that's what they call this kind of stuff, grew 42% in 2023, according to the ticket platform Eventbrite. Eventbrite. Don't you need some sort of quick line right away to hook somebody? And that's lame, too. Yeah, you do got to say something clever. Something clever, man. They they cite some stats in here about people's usage and experiences with the apps. And it's pretty split. It says 53% of people say their experiences, personal experiences with the apps have been very or somewhat positive, but 46% say they've been very or somewhat negative. So, I mean, people are... Well, it doesn't... Yeah, well, it depends on getting dates, right? It's like anything. It's it's much easier to be horrible behind a keyboard or or behind a screen, you know? Say no to somebody. Yeah, to be really judgmental and awful when you're just looking at someone on an app when they're right there in front Mm -hmm. of you. You have to give somebody a chance. You have to talk to them. You have to at least a be a bit. human. Yeah. Like people want interaction. I think a lot of stuff that's just solely done on the computer is going to come back. We were at the basketball game this weekend. There were so a couple of younger people sitting in front of us that asked us to take a picture. They had one of those old wind-up disposable cameras. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. And wow. Instamatic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my sister was like, why would they have that? I'm like, probably because those pictures will stand out. Aside from all the yeah. other thousands of pictures on your phone that just kind of vanish into the cloud, they're gonna print those you, you off. You gotta and print keep them it. off and be like, "Oh, this was the thing." That's cool. That we got from there. That's cool. Did you get them in the? Would you, did you take the picture? My sister took the picture. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Then hand it to Didn't you. Didn't want to talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they call them third spaces. Meetups and other in-person dating events are a way to recreate third spaces that existed before apps where people could spontaneously get to know each other. And there is no space, you know. There's just the internet between you and somebody else when you're talking on an app. Yeah. Right. Here you're going to a, a venue, you're going to a bar, you're going to some kind of event center. And Nick, was your, just, Nick was just surprised there's so many white guys on Creighton. He was telling me the other day. <laughs> <laughs> they do have too many white boys on that team. Yeah. They're very good, though, man. Oh, they, they are. Good they got Top really 20, good team. Man. Yeah, but yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 too many white boys is not going to get you deep into the uh, no. March Madness. It's not. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> and I knew. I watched Creighton on TV. I root for Creighton, and I, I saw, you know, one of the teams I think I hope they does well. But, uh, yeah, they are a lot of white I dudes. watched them the other night when Nick had mentioned that. I, I like Cockbringer, I might have yeah. been watching highlights, and Nick's right. There's a, there's just too many white boys. Tell there me, was that, one no, tell me like, that's not what you don't hear every time he makes his job. <laughs> there, there was one yeah. dude out there that looked like he'd won a raffle to like be on the team. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> They got a good team, though, so you can't argue with their success. And they would sure. whip our asses on the court. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Without even I'm not breaking vying a sweat. for a basketball yeah. scholarship. Well, I, I remember years ago when Dana was a coach, and we loved Dana. And we uh, we were all a lot younger, but uh, 
and Travis is a sports guy on the team. He's a pretty decent athlete. And we said to Dana, said, we come up, can we bring five guys up to, on, the, uh, on practice at a Creighton game? Do you think we could score? And he goes, no. <laughs> and I said, even a, like a half-court thing, I said, he goes, if my, if my, basically he was saying, if my guys play up on you, you would not score. And I said, you're right, we wouldn't score. Yeah. We were, not, we were uh, at that point, 35 no we're probably about 40 years old and uh, we're also uh not uh d1 basketball players and not one of us was over put todd was the tallest guy in that group maybe craig i don't think craig was even with us then and todd was barely six foot so no we got our ass kicked i i, I would i would venture to say if they went full court press you wouldn't pass half court <laughs> i don't think so either plus no it, not, not d1 basketball players no, if, if they man to man full court right. press right you wouldn't you wouldn't get to half court right no, I would just I would just blame them because we were a bunch of white guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got so a buddy how, how that's how uh, we get to that. How we get to six ten and played yeah. college ball. And even well, if I had a good knee, I guarantee if I went up against him, he would reject every one of my shots. Oh yeah, oh, God, no, yeah. no matter where it came from, mm-hmm. yeah. underneath. Three point six ten guy to play college ball? No way. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, no, you, was, you, you'd yeah. underestimate his reach. You, oh, he's he's about three feet back from me. Yeah. I can get this over him. No, because I'm watching. Uh, no, uh, you can't. Oh, but Victor Wembanyama swat away everything. <laughs> he had like twelve blocks. The yeah, other he, had, night. he had a he had the he had a triple double with blocks with the blocks. other night, and it's like the first time yeah. since David Robinson Ooh. did it in the nineties or something. I left eight minutes before that happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I called my dad on the way. Up. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm leaving the game with him. He's like, oh, did you see the award that kid for the triple double I'm like, no he's like oh it hasn't happened since you were eight i'm like oh well, i guess i'll see it next time <laughs> uh yeah, but wait, with people getting back like, yeah. there's going to be more of a, a, a shift to people yeah. just wanting you know human contact right and, and i think that's going to be different now because you'll meet somebody and the first thing you're going to do is look him up online but you'll at least know how you feel like what sort of energy they have when they're right in front of you you're right, right. they cite no that's so true, man. There's no way in the hell my wife and I would have gotten together on some internet thing. First of all, I'd have been trolling 24-year-olds, you know? And I'd have been like, well, this is weird. Well, that you know? was her. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But I mean, yeah, but I didn't do it on the internet. We met in person, you know? And, and like a lot. I, I get meeting on the internet, and it works for a lot of people. I totally get that. Before I that, I guess the most popular place, you know, to get to meet your uh, potential mate was you'd be introduced through friends or at work. And these uh, in-person events are mimicking as if you met through a friend. Well, and, and they do say that, like yeah, a lot yeah, of things... Be careful dating somebody at work, though. Yeah, but there's a good point there, here. Yeah. It's a hard-to-catch-a-vibe via text. A lot of pressure on first yes. dates when you have eliminated the time together before. Right. That's a good yeah. point. But getting back to the to the bar thing and getting people together, they say it's just it's a lot. It's like a lot of things that have experienced a post-pandemic mm-hmm. bounce back to, ah, oh, I want to meet people. Because there was a long time yeah. where I couldn't, and now yeah, I, I want to. You know, it, people are just getting back out and face to face. I have to ask your wife about this, though, Puss. I just I brought up a story on the New York Post. I'm in a relation. I'm a relationship expert. Here's why you should be careful dating an only child. I saw that wow. headline last night, and I scrolled past it. I'm just like, nope, not clicking. Don't want to know. It says you're too <laughs> selfish. Only children uh, have no have no. Uh, Oh, yeah, you've been have, doted have, over your entire life. Have never had to compromise with any of their siblings or even talk about stuff with their siblings. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, you're not all these. You're not You're not really that selfish, if I can tell. But uh, your wife might think you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's not <laughs> call her. I'm not sleeping with you. You so. won't even share your sack for warmth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she tried. Yeah. In this room, uh, 
We might have four wives that say we have selfish streaks. Yeah. <sighs> yes. Yeah. No, but push has the most, apparently. It's, it, it's just it's what it is, man. Yeah. These are just trends. It's, They're it's not a, It's not 100%. No, there's it's a little science behind yeah. it. Yeah. All right. It basically says it's the regular crap. We just start reading that stuff. I, yeah, I, I saw that. I literally I did, was like, no, I don't want to know. Keep scrolling. <laughs> you know I'd see it. You know Keep I'd scrolling. See it. No. Well, your wife wants to know that. Pretty guy. sure the most selfish guys in this room are the guys with their names on the door. <laughs> <laughs> Is this where we're supposed to argue with you? <laughs> no. Yes. No, please. No, no. please. Nah. All right. Nick shouldn't be bitching. He's new. All right. <laughs> He's been here for five years. Five years. He's new. He's the new guy. He's the years. newbie. Yeah. All right. Come on back. You're listening to the Todd and Tyler Radio Empire.